Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Episode 36, Cool Button Hockey Podcast is underway. We're going to get right to it, Mr. Craig Button. And I normally don't take notes or write things down, but on this day, I did. And I'm going to read some of the notes. Uh, Watching hockey last night. And then, boom, up comes a clip. Mark Lazarus from The Athletic asking a question to the chairman of the Blackhawks, Rocky Wirtz. Basically, making sure what happened to Kyle Beach does not happen again and asking for protocols and what's in play as he's asking the question. I thought I was watching an episode of succession and Logan Roy acting like Rocky Wirtz basically told him to, you know what? We are not going to talk about Kyle beach. The awkwardness of his son on the panel, Danny, Eddie Olchuk was there. Now later the Hawks and Rocky issued an apology. I don't know if that apology is enough. It's like afterwards, sorry, I did this. Please forgive me. Where are you and I guess we on the mess that was left last night? This was supposed to be the future town hall open forum. I don't like to pile on. I was blown away. Well, you expect your leaders to take the lead, right? And and to provide guidance, right? And Certainly, uh, Rockwell Wirtz did uh, none of that. And, you know, uh, here's what I would say. You know, uh, your actions speak so loudly, I don't even hear your words. So it's great. You apologize after the fact. You know, considering where the Blackhawks have been, keep in mind, keep in mind in the summer of 2021, when May of 2021, when the first allegations came out, the Blackhawks said, this is without merit. Without merit. Wow. I'd hate to see something with merit <laughs> if that was without merit. So words then dismissive. That's the word I would use. Wrong. And then he became dismissive with Mark Lazarus and where they're at. So, you know, you talk about your franchise, you talk about your fan base, you talk about your brand, right? Nah. Bottom line is, is Rocky Wirtz is not doing anything to enhance his brand. He's not doing anything to enhance the confidence in his brand and where they proceed. Wayne Gretzky made a comment last night on TNT, which was massively telling. He said, if you're an 18 year old player and you have the, you, you, you could be drafted by that organization. 
and you're not sure you're going to be taken care of, I'm not so sure I'd want my son to go there. Wayne Gretzky. Okay. So forget about me. Forget about anybody. That's Wayne Gretzky. Like you, they have a massive problem there. And until they stand up and address it in a meaningful way, not with platitudes and direction and here's what we're done and everything. I'm talking about meaningful action. Sorry, I'm not buying. I'm not believing. And, you know, it comes on the heels of Brian Flores with the NFL. And you start to read about the systemic racism in the NFL and the hiring practices of, of coaches and what he's gone through. And now you look at the systemic issues in the Chicago Blackhawks organization. Guess what? Real problems. And unless you want to be a real leader, you're not going to come up with real solutions. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I watched Wayne live when he said it. And the reason you bring up you know netflix specials almost is because that's writing the writers you know okay how does this work and it was almost as if it was made for tv the door was open to move forward remember never forget about the past and make things better so when the call comes in for the 18 year old well they've got a plan in place there's a a 1-800 number or there's a text there's a chain of command or they have someone always around us all the time everything okay everything okay whatever they could have gone in one two three four five steps in a direction of just making things better and the fact that it happened that way was was and i mean you've been around longer i'm sure you've been in meetings that you heard about the the original works and running the nhl and what the blackhawks were all about on a financial level when they didn't you know televise their home games and you know for a long time the blackhawks were oh my god they're dragging the league down we need them to be good they're one of the pillars when they finally won the three cups and became a dynasty it was good for hockey and god bless them and god love them but now we know what was going on at the time of the first cup and it does change the feel and there was a chance just to make it better the door was open just think about how it could have been if he answered in a different way you know, said, Eddie, say a few words, Danny, say a few words. And people went, wow, good for the Blackhawks. The fact that they didn't now, and we're going into all-star weekend. And this is when people land in Vegas, I'm going to the Blasio. I want to see one of the competitions. I'm going to, no, they're going to say, did you hear what went on in Chicago last night? And that's bad for business. So what happens next? Gary, Bill, phone, Rocky, is the apology enough? I mean, what well, do Rocky do? owns the team. Rocky owns the team. Like, I mean, like, understand that, you know, uh, you know, Gary Batman, you know, is, is the commissioner guiding, like, you know, obviously, but understand the all-star game, you know what, like, th this is a Chicago Blackhawks issue. And yes, it extends into the NHL, but Rocky works has a problem with his market, with his brand in Chicago. Okay. And, and nobody wants to hear about it, but like, that's where the issue is. And, 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 you know, he's not going to move forward until, until he has real significant solutions to what they're going to do and evidence to what he's doing. Not just, oh, here's what we're committed to. You know, those old commitment pledges, they're garbage. Like I said, your actions speak so loudly, I don't hear the words. His actions are going to speak. And no. He's not gonna. He's not gonna upset the the All Star festivities in Vegas because you're there to watch the stars. Yeah, will it be a topic of discussion? Sure, it will. Steve, I'll tell you this, and I did the same thing. I think about junior hockey. 
And everybody says years ago, you know, you get drafted, just go to the team that drafted you in junior hockey. Well, Eric Lindros said, no, I'm not doing that. And everybody was up in arms about Eric Lindros not going to Sault Ste. Marie. He had his own reasons. And he said, I'm not going. Over the years, and I spent a lot of time talking to parents. And here's what I would tell them. They would ask me about going. I said, would you let your 16-year-old son go somewhere three hours away from home and not find out about the environment they're going into, who they're hanging out with and everything? Just because they drafted you, you're going to let your kid go up there? You'd never let it happen. But, oh, hockey, oh, you got drafted. You have to go to places. I would say, no, you, you go in and do your investigative work. And then you, and if you don't want to go to a place, just be honest with them. Just say, this is not a place for us. This is not a place for my son. And I told parents, I'll put my name to it. And of course, you know, there was pushback. And I said, clean up your program. You want, you want kids to come to play for you? Clean up your program. So when Wayne Gretzky makes his comment about the Chicago Blackhawks, hey, Rocky Wirtz, clean up your program. Clean up your program. Because right now, you haven't created a, uh, an environment where there's confidence that kids and players and people in your organization can be comfortable because you talk about all the different elements that have been there, uh, you know, with the fallout of Cal uh, uh, Beach. You got a real problem there, Mr. Wirtz, and you're the only one right now. You're the head. You're the head. You're the leader. You're the one that's got to fix it. Good luck to you because I'll tell you what. Wayne Gretzky's right. There's no confidence in having somebody come there and having a belief that they'll be taken care of. That was a really good speech, and I like it. You didn't answer the league part about what they could do or couldn't do. Oh, but hang God. on, hang on, hang on. I was going to say this. Wouldn't it be something if Chicago won the lottery and Shane Wright says, I'm not going? But don't put Shane Wright into this. Just put any player into this. Any what, player. Happens, what happens if they pick 11th and the player picked 11th says, I'm not going? That's more of an indictment than anything, isn't yeah, it? What yeah. is if the second round pick goes, I'm not going? What is if the third round pick goes, I'm not honored to be drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks? It's not an honor to be drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks. Don't make it out about Shane Wright or the first overall pick. Now, I, I'm not up to speed on the bylaws of the NHL with respect to it. So that's why I can't answer to it. So I'm right. not going to answer and I'm not going to speculate. Okay? But you know what? The Blackhawks continue continue to be a stain on the nhl during all-star weekend i mean gary might be no, on every us. day they're a stain okay i know but gary might come on with us we would normally be in vegas so gary would have a state of the union with me and bruce and series xm hi at the top of the list is what did you think about rocky words which is not good for the fun of think about what it could have been the races right? The excitement, Florida scoring, you know, getting out of COVID, filling the seats and all that kind of stuff, the stretch run. And, and Craig, we just led with it. We just led with it. Yeah. But, but, but we lead with it. it it's news. It, it's significant. There's nothing wrong with leading with it. And Gary knows how to handle that. It doesn't take away from those, those things. That's why I said, it's a stain. You know what? Like when you, when you spill coffee or wine on your carpet, you don't throw away the whole carpet. You try to clean up the stain. That's what the, that's what the league has to do. That's good. That's a good analogy. So that's story one story two. women's hockey is underway. I told you Sarah Fillier, a 2000, we watched her grow up and dominate and 
you know, if they say there's always one kid in an age group, she's the 2000 age group. I uh, didn't like the review process, what they were looking at last night for five minutes and Tessa Benalm tweeted everything else. Are you kidding? What is this? The U.S. Finland uh, finish of a world championship a few years ago. Anyway, good for Sarah Fillier. As Canada wins over Switzerland, dominates U.S. wins over Finland, which is, you know, the three team. Each country loses a major player that I may assume is done. Like you imagine you wait four years and Craig, where are you on the two major injuries? And explain the significance for those. It's not like I'm saying to you, I heard this last night. I heard this last night. How big a loss is Ovechkin in this game tonight? Oilers and Capitals. I heard that last night. You don't have to comment on that. <laughs> but people might not know about Dau or Decker in the same light. So you tell me what you saw and what you think might be happening. Well, okay. So let's just go quickly here, okay? Brianna Decker is one of the best players on the planet. Okay. One of the best. I mean, I, I, for me, she, after Marie Philippe Poulain, it's Brianna Decker, her, her, her mind, her skills are just outstanding. Number one, Melody Zawu is the reigning Olympic MVP and the reigning world championship MVP. How big of a loss do you think that is? <laughs> Mr. Coolius, right? Like, I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it Let's go to the individuals. Okay, let's go to the individuals. Let's go to Brianna Decker and let's go to Melody Daou. So you, you think about everything that's happened in women's hockey because of the pandemic, the, the cancella cancellations, the postponements. Here they are on the big stage. This is a best on best at the Olympics. And you, you're looking at Melody Daou early in, early in, her, in, in the Olympics, first, first game out. You look at Brianna Decker early in the first game out. You know, the, you know, you just feel for, for, for the two players in such a significant way. The extension to their teams is, is that, you know, when you, when, when you have players that can impact the game in such a significant way, yeah, you know, Steve, what, what's the next one? What's the thing, you know, next player up, next player up. Unfortunately, the next player up isn't at the level of Brianna Decker, Melody Daou. So great, great line. Yeah, next player up. Yeah, great. You know, it, it, the problem is you just lost really good players. So, you know, uh, for, for team, team Canada and Team USA, I mean, we're talking about, you, you know, the, a spirit of your team, a spirit of competition, you know, with key players gone, you know, I feel for the individuals and certainly, you know, you're going to carry on and continue playing the game, but to have two players on that stage, two brilliant players on that stage, not be able to participate. Listen, it, 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 it's a big loss, uh, not just for the teams. It's a big loss for, for the Olympics. And it's a big loss for people tuning in uh, to watch women's hockey. There's other top-notch players, but these players are, 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 are two of the very best on the planet. We're told at press time, Decker is out for the tournament. Yeah. Dau might have a chance, depending how serious. I thought it was a concussion. Uh, your sources say it's shoulder. I don't know if that's well, better or not. Well, or I, like, let me be very clear. I don't have sources. I, I don't operate in investigative journalism, okay? <laughs> I was watching the broadcast, you know, when she went into the boards, like, and she left the ice, it looked like she was holding her shoulder. That's the extent of my source. So I want to be very clear here that I don't operate in that, in that area. I don't have sources. <laughs> I'm not Bob Woodward. Okay. Um, I mean, it's one of those things you honestly say, let's just use Dao. 
the chances of winning without Dao and Decker in dramatically changes. Dramatically, like everyone needs everyone. Now it's almost a trade of injuries that have been made to even things up if and when they meet in the gold medal game again. I mean, that's what it's, uh, you know, that's kind of what it's like at an elite level. McDavid and Matthews are both hurt as a dream final of Leafs Oilers exists in Canada to kind of even things out and who's slightly better or not. But that's what we're talking about. Like, like that's what we're talking about an injury. We're saying a, a, a woman superstar player on each team is each out each in the first period and second period of their opening games at their Stanley cup, most important events that they've been waiting four years for. That's what sucks. Like just honestly sucks. Yeah, well said. 1998, our Dallas Stars won the won the President's Trophy. In the first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs against San Jose, we lost Joe Newendike uh, to a season-ending knee injury. And so, you know, and and if you and I know you recall, Sergey Fedorov was in a holdout that year, and until the Carolina Hurricanes put in uh, uh, an offer sheet, you know, the, and he came back and played for the Red Wings, which became really significant because they'd lost Vladimir Konstantinov to that very tragic and sad accident in the Stanley cup celebration of 97. But just to your point, we lose new and Dyke and that, and that pushes us down a level, you know, certainly if they don't have Fedorov, there might, there might've been a better opportunity for us without new and Dyke, but our opportunity without new and Dyke, it was just too much to overcome. We took, we took Detroit to game six of the conference final without new and Dyke. We went all the way that deep, but you're right, Steve. And you know, this isn't about evening it out. Because you, you, it, it sucks. It sucks for Brianna Decker and it sucks for Melody Zawu at this point in time. And, you know, it's just uh, the sacrifices they've made, the patience they've had with respect to keeping themselves ready to play and now getting this opportunity in the Olympics. Oh boy, do I feel for them. It reminds me of big, it sucks moments in hockey, you know, or not being able to play in the Summit Series. You know, that sucks, you know. Uh, Saki got hurt at the Olympics. You know, that sucks. Uh, you know, uh, Tavares gets oh. knee in the head first first game, first shift, and, and you're out. And it's, most of them are freak, unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 what do you do? Like, we can't stop injuries. You know, uh, Joe Theismann, you know, they got a great team. Washington breaks his leg on Monday Night Football, and who knows how far they would have gone. I, it just sucks. And I, I, that's all I can really say because... What do you do? You can't do anything about it. And, and it's frustrating. Paul Korea leading up to the 98 oh. Olympics, you know, like, they're, they're, I mean, and that wasn't an accident. That was Gary Souter, you know, with a vicious cross check to the head. Right. So, but I mean, you know, here's Paul Korea and like, Hey, listen, when you're talking about best on best, when you, when you lose your best, when you lose the best players, you know what, the, the, that hurts teams. No question about it. Yeah. Like I said, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got the next player up mentality. Yeah. Just guess what? The next player up isn't as good. <laughs> well, we'll promise that uh, the rest of the podcast uh, will not be all sad and angry news. Uh, it's still good. The Olympics are underway. Uh, I hope David Krejci is okay because he's tested positive for the checks. I don't know what the protocol is, uh, but we will, we will get happier, Craig. There are happy times ahead on episode 36. We promise. All right, time now for KB on Ice, an inside look at the National Hockey League, brought to you by our friends at Sports Interaction. Sports Interaction is 
Canada's sports book. So I was on the site as I often am. <laughs> and I'm thinking no NHL games for all-star break. What can I bet on? And I saw the prop bets and I'm the guy at the track who looks at that little horse who's 99 to one and think maybe that's, maybe that's his day. It's his day. And I put some money on. So I looked at some long shots, Craig, and I bet some bucks. Do you want to see what I did? I do, because then we can have a good little discussion on it. Austin Matthews, 145 to win the Art Ross. 100 bucks pays 14,500 bucks. I know he's got a ways to go. He's got games in hand. <laughs> he goes to head-to-head with Florida three times. You know what? Why not Austin Matthews? So I thought a hundred bucks to win 14,500. And if I do, I'll take you for a nice steak dinner when you come back to T.O. What do you think of you're, that one? You're taking me for a nice steak dinner, regardless of winning or losing. I'm telling you that right now. Let's get that off the table. Listen, hey, listen, okay. You want the, it's good. It's a good bet. I guess I'm not taking it though. Okay. There's too many, there's too many more offensive players in front of them. And, you know, to me, uh, Austin Matthews, uh, it's too much ground to make up because it's, it's not just Huberto he's got to gain on. It's, it, it's other players. And you watch that Colorado team and uh, when McKinnon gets back, do you know who I think is, has been a brilliant player this year and doesn't get enough notoriety? Miko Rant in it. I, I like, you know what? I, 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 I bet on him to win the Art Ross. I like it. I'm also betting on Anton Lundell to win the rookie of the year, eight to one. And my buddy Dean Everson's 20 to one to win the Jack Adams. Check out all NHL odds, props like us and totals on SIA.com. That's SIA.com and sign up today. Sportsinteraction.com slash cool button pod to place your bet. Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook. For some teams, we're pre-halfway. Others are exactly at halfway. And teams like the Rangers are at 47 games and they don't play again till after Valentine's Day. So big stories, things that have caught your eye heading into the second half. Mr. Craig Button, when you're on there with Carol Waglin, we see you on TSN. What's a big storyline for the second half of the year starting on Monday? Well, for Kara Wagland, who's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, she's wondering who her next quarterback is going to be, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger. So <laughs> we talk a lot about that too, but oh, we're, this is a hockey podcast. Sorry. Yes, Steve. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just taking you, you love to be behind the scenes. You love to know what's going on behind the scenes. You think we're talking about, huh? we're talking about Big Ben and the Steelers. Anyway, that being said, uh, you know, what's fascinating to me is, is I think about uh, a team that has been uh, irrelevant, irrelevant, Steve. I'm using Ooh. the word irrelevant, the Florida Panthers. Since 1996, they've been irrelevant. They haven't had any traction, but boy, do they have traction now. You know, you consider what they did last year and, and, and they pushed, they pushed Tampa Bay hard in the playoffs before succumbing. This is a good team. They haven't won a playoff round, uh, you know, this century. <laughs> like, they, you know, you, you, they've rarely been in the playoffs this century. You, you talk about a team that has just kind of been, oh, they're in the NHL. Florida has a team in the NHL. Well, Tampa Bay, I know. Who's the other team, right? Like, you know, you, you wouldn't even know. But this is an exciting team. It's a, it's a competitive team. It's a team that has all the elements to be considered one of the favorites for the Stanley Cup. There is no question about it and you know there's there, there's some things that remind me 
of our team in Dallas. We lost in 1997 in the first round to the Edmonton Orders, game seven, overtime. Todd Marchand, I still have visions of that in my head. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, we came back the next year, you know, won the President's Trophy and then uh, ended up in 99 winning the Stanley Cup. I, I see a lot of similarities with the uh, Florida Panthers. Bobrovsky coming in there. We had Belfour, real top-notch players. You got Barkoff, you got Huberto. We had depth. We had a good blue line. And, and that's what I see in the Florida Panthers. So it, it's exciting. It's, it's got to be exciting. And Andrew Brunette, he was drafted by the Washington Capitals when my dad was an assistant GM there. I love Andrew Brunette. I love what he's doing with the team. And I love the fact that he's comfortable winning 8-4. He's not worried about going – well, you know, I'd like to cut down on our goals against. He goes, hey, eight's enough. <laughs> well, that third line is, if it stays that way with Lundell in the middle, who may win the Calder, Sam Reinhart, like they've moved things around. Like we're moving forward now in Florida with 11 and 16, Huberto and Barkoff together. They normally have played on two different lines to spread things out. And now Reinhardt on the third line with Lundell uh, and Mason Marchment. Talk about a story of a late bloomer of growing up a little bit in San Jose with his dad, everyone knows Brian, uh, coming back to Uxbridge and playing in the OJ. And then, you know, and it's interesting because Marchment and Verhage were both under the Marley's leaf umbrella, right? And then Sam Bennett was available to everyone for free. And when teams talk about where do we get these kind of players, who do you mean? Well, you know, like the Sam Bennett's, the Carter Verhage's and the Mason Marchment's and Florida got them all. Then they resurrected Anthony Duclair and, and our buddy Uyghur that we like, how good is this guy going to be a top pairing defenseman? You know, if they add one thing, Bobrovsky, it's special. Like, like it is, but the issue is I think Tampa's special. Like, I think yep. they're really good. I think Carolina's really good. So winning the Atlantic, like winning the Atlantic will probably mean Boston or Washington. Like right now, if you look at it right now, wild card one and two. If you win the conference, you play wild card two. I would rather play, I think, I think Vanacek and Samsonov today or Allmark, Swayman, or Rask than some of the other teams. So if Florida wins or Tampa wins, you get a matchup. Now I'm already thinking three or four steps ahead. If Florida, Toronto play a two, three, someone's going down. Feels like Toronto and the beat goes on for one franchise and the other then springboards forward. If you are not excited about Monday, May 2nd, oh, I'm telling you, that's game one of some unbelievable, what, Crosby Ovechkin, Rangers, Carolina, Toronto, Florida, Boston, Tampa. That's just in the East. Oh, I told you this podcast would get uplifting. Get your tickets now. Because if the Leafs are in Florida, they're going to send people from the 416 and pack the place. It's going to be like a European soccer match. So anyway, I, I'm excited about that. And I think we have got the right to be. We've got the right to be excited about something in full buildings and excitement. Uh, but Florida, you went there. Uh, Florida's exciting. Dave Tibbetts says the Oilers have turned things around. So that, that Pacific race, although it's not at the speed, like this race in the Atlantic and Metro, it's Northern Dancer, spectacular bid. This race is, I don't know, Gus, the mule, you know, Herbie the love bug. It's not at the same level. Well, I, I, I love Dave Tippett's optimism that the orders have turned it around. Like, he really? Said that. Oh, I, I, I said I love his optimism, right? 
I, I like, like I've said this. Okay. And like, I like, you, like that goaltending, if you want to go on a hope and a prayer with that goaltending, go on a hope and a prayer. Like, like that's wonderful. That's wonderful because it's a hope and a prayer that Koskinen can provide capable goaltending. And it's a hope and a prayer that Mike Smith doesn't uh, can be healthy and play. Like if that's what you're relying on and that you're turning the corner. I mean, Steve, Steve, they lose to Ottawa. They're up three, nothing in the first five minutes of the game. It took a shorthand a goal late in the game. And you're telling me you're back. Uh, 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 I'm not buying Edmonton. I'm not buying Edmonton with their goaltending. Not buying, no way, not ever. Sorry. And until that improves, until they make a significant change in the goaltending position, I'm not on Edmonton. And great, people say, well, you know what? Like, uh, you, you'll wait and see. Great, I'll, I'll wait and see. But uh, sorry, I love Dave Tippett's optimism. I wouldn't expect anything less from him. Not, uh, I don't think it's rooted in reality, and I don't think it's really what he's feeling. This is with Phoenix Copley in net. Oh. No Ovechkin and Oshie. Did you see? Well, you did because you watched the game. Like the owners are lucky that it was only 3 <laughs> 3 when it was 3 3. Like that's the real, 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 real truth. I, I get it. And so you don't believe in Edmonton. You don't believe in Vegas. Like Vegas has to show you. No, 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 no. Vegas is a really good team. And, yeah. and let me, okay. After they made the trade for Jack Eichel, I said, hey, they've never had a player like this up front. Yeah. I'm waiting to see here. I think they made some, some changes. I think it's between Vegas and Calgary for first place in the Pacific. That's what I see. Right. So you like okay. Calgary because they, I, they've turned the corner. Like, they're coming, and they got games in hand at home, Craig. Steve, Calgary never fell behind. They, 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 they had a COVID outbreak, okay? When you look at the, at, at the significant numbers that matter, offensive play, defensive play, special teams play, starting goaltending play. They got one of the best lines in the NHL. They're top 10 in every one of those measures in the NHL. So that's after they had a little bit of a struggle coming out of the COVID, uh, you know, outbreak in there, right? They're, they were still top 10. So everybody goes, oh, underlying numbers. And then they want to go, oh yeah, but they had a dip. But their underlying numbers never fell. They had a dip because of, a, of, of something out of their control. That's a good team. The Calgary Flames are a good team. And to me, it's them and Vegas for first spot in the Pacific. Fight for third, whoever that may be. And then there might be one wild card spot uh, available for, uh, for one of the teams, uh, Anaheim, LA, or Edmonton, that does it. Because the four spots in the Central are taken. Their own taken, bought, paid for. Yeah, it's going to be Dallas. Not, I mean, Winnipeg's just, I don't want to talk about Winnipeg. They've just disappointed me so much. I went on Winnipeg radio and I, I just said, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Why it's, are you sorry? You shouldn't be sorry. You're just calling it like it is. There's no reason to be sorry. You know, that's sorry. You know what? They, 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 they've been incredibly disappointing. It's true. It's true. So it's what Dallas does to try to be wildcard two out of the central and, and everyone else. Wouldn't it be something if Calgary wins the division Eichel comes back and it's Eichel McDavid in a two, three. Whoa, that would be something if it ends up happening. I'd like to think some of these teams and I use Washington as an example and Edmonton and you've sat in the manager's chair. They're, they're, they're going to upgrade the goaltending or add somebody, right? I have no idea. You, you, until they do, until they do not, not, not good. Not, not, I'm not buying I'm, I'm just telling you where I'm at. Like, it doesn't, hey, listen, you know what? Like, 
you're in a fight. They're in a fight. They're in a fight for the playoffs. Like I said, I keep hearing, oh, the price to acquire a goaltender. The price of missing the playoffs is far greater than the price of a goaltender. And, you know, you've heard me say this, Steve. You've heard me say this forever and a day. You know, oh, it's hard to make a dream. You know, do you know how hard it is? You know, the salary cap? You're a manager in the National Hockey League, and you're going to tell me how hard things are? Really? Okay, fine. How hard is it? Do I need to get somebody else in here that can look at finding solutions to our problems? The problem is real simple in Edmonton. You know what's really hard is Winnipeg. What is their problem? What is their problem? They got a really good goaltender. I like the I like the look of their blue line. I like their forwards. I'm trying. To, I'm confounded, Steve. I'm disappointed in Winnipeg. I'm confounded by you know what what what's happened there. I really am. I'm, I'm, I wonder what's happening because you, like, I'm trying to figure out like if you're Kevin Cheveldayoff, but if I'm Ken Holland, I'm going like I need a goaltender. I need to, I need to solidify my goaltending. The other thing I want to say quickly, and I know you watch the games, the Dallas Stars are in a playoff fight. Okay, they're in a playoff fight. They're playing the Calgary Flames, third period. They're, the Flames are pushing, pushing, pushing. They score a goal to make it 3-2. 3-2. So now you're in a one-goal game. Oh, there's Goudreau, Kachuk, and Lindholm out on the ice. And who do the Dallas Stars have out on the ice on the blue line? Hawk and Pa and Hanley. One goal game, last five minutes of the game, and they scored a tie at 3-3. You want to talk about a coaching blunder? You want to talk about, you know, leaving points on the table? Oh, my God. I'm looking, I'm going, like, and somebody said to me, well, wait a second, you, you, the last five minutes of a one goal game, those guys should never be on the ice, ever. And they end up there against one of the best lines in the NHL, and he gets scored on. Oh. Abysmal. Well, if we were on television together, that would have been part one of your breakdown. Then Shillington takes a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> the stars are on the power play. I yell at the what were 10-year-olds that became 15-year-olds that are now almost 20 at, at you know, playing triple A girls hockey. Yeah, girls, and now we're at university and thinking, well, that only I an ex-NHL coach came on the show and he says, if you don't think the same mistakes they make at 10, the boys, they, they don't make it junior and the NHL. So here's the mistake. The coach has the wrong guys on the ice. Now the power play is winding down. I'm saying they better make sure that they don't hit Shillington coming out of the box. I see Haskinen come down the boards as if they're losing by a goal with 10 seconds left, which I get. Then I see Gurionov, I go, he better retreat. He better retreat. He doesn't retreat. They turn it up ice. It's a three on one. And then I hear sweet Georgia Brown. Do, 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 do. And the flames working around like it's Flurry, Newendike, and Hawk and Lube. And they score. And I go, oh my God. They did it. The comeback. What were the stars doing? They cut to Rick Bonus. You know, he's got the beautiful hair. He was bald at that point. He was bald because. But that's what teams do to win and to lose. Craig, you know the play. You watch exactly what Calgary did win, but the Stars did everything they could to help complete a Flames. That's the minutia of Hockey 101. Top-notch coaching gets you top-notch results. Average coaching gets you average results. I talked about the Calgary Flames, the three coaches previous to uh, Daryl Sutter. Yeah. Average coaching at best. And they got average results. 
you know what? Now they got Daryl Sutter in there. You know, oh, Johnny Goudreau, he's not a Daryl Sutter player. Oh, really? Daryl Sutter doesn't like good players. Oh, I get it. Okay. Right? Like, you know, people want to define Daryl Sutter now. Like, you know what they are? They're idiots. Just shut up. Here's what I'd say. Just shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. You're idiots when you say Johnny Goudreau is not a Daryl Sutter player. Like, so stop. But like top-notch coaching gets you top-notch results. You know what? Bottom line is situational hockey situational hockey here we are it's a it's a we're, we're in a game here we, we got all the opportunities right this is play the situation that's coaching yeah and kudos to those who have helped teach their boys or girls to look up and go the penalty's over i will go from wherever i am to the guy coming out of the box or girl because i've just nullified them I've just nullified them. And I, you know how many goals we've seen this year, like out of the box? I, I, it's, 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 it's another breakdown. Just as you watch, think about those types of things. Um, as, we, as we do for fun, like it's fun to do the breakdowns when there's a breakdown, Craig. And, and you spotted, God love Hanley and Hawkenpaw. No, 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 no. It's not, again, you keep doing this. God love them. The bottom pair defenseman that shouldn't be out on the ice. Just stop it. I'm not assassinating the players personally. Right. They're not good enough to be out there against Goudreau, Mon uh, uh, Lindholm, and Kachuk. That's right. a coaching blunder. It's not a mis It's not on Hanley or Hockenpah. They shouldn't be out on the ice. I don't care. Like, stop it. And here's the other thing. You know why Glenn Sather was such a great coach? Because he understood situations in the game. He understood how to – Scotty Bowman, they understood situations. People would go – Geez, Scotty knows how to get the right players out there on the ice. Yeah, he understood situations. Glenn Sather, years ago, in the 80s, he'd get a bench penalty. Do you know who he would put in the box? Well, probably Gretzky. No, he didn't put Gretzky. It was Gretzky. Oh, Glenn penalties. Anderson. Glenn That's Anderson. Right. Yeah. And, and do you know why he put Glenn? He said, I'm going to put my best player in the penalty box to serve a bench penalty to that's not going to kill the penalty. So that when they come out of the box, we have an advantage. Situational hockey. Now, Oliver Shillington is no Glenn Anderson, okay? But just think about how Glenn Sather used, tried to use a situation to his advantage. Well, you got to put, you got to put your, your bottom player in the, and Glenn, and Glenn Sather would go and explain it. Hey, Glenn Anderson, you're going to go and serve the penalty. Here's why. Oh, okay. It wasn't a part, like, why would you put him in the box? He goes, you're not killing penalties, but we're coming out of the box with, with a potential advantage. You don't think people in the last 20 seconds of a power play weren't going, oh, Glenn Anderson's in the ball. We better be careful. So now a two-minute penalty becomes a one-minute and 40-second penalty. You, 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 you're working both sides of this. That's coaching. I love it. I love it. Time now for Final Thoughts, brought to you by Ultimate Hockey Fans. Not a person or group of people. It's a hockey product for your house or hockey basement. For more information, go to ultimatehockeyfans.com forward slash cool button pod for our discount. And I think behind each of us, the puck light is coming. So I think I'll, I'll want our mugs on mine. You know, they're designing these beautiful pucks and a light, you know, over our shoulder. If it's above our heads, we won't see it. Like we'll be looking up like that and saying, uh, you need the, the high ceiling for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right there. And I'm thinking, Maybe a Dallas Stars Cup champ one for you. 
So you can design your own, your minor hockey league team, your favorite NHL team, your defunct team. You want the Cleveland Barons, Craig? They can give you the Cleveland Barons. They can give you the Kansas City Scouts, Simon Olay, 74-75. I like the logo of the Kansas City Scouts, if you remember that. That was back in your prime when they came into the NHL. My prime, yeah, right. Hey, listen, you see that little, uh, see that little uh, painting behind me? It's, it's got the stars, the flames, and the Maple Leafs. The yeah. three teams I worked for. Anyway, my nephew painted that for me. Oh. And it's framed and everything. But I'm thinking, the reason I show that, I'm thinking that maybe that would be a nice little light. Maybe I could do something like that. Maybe, Paul, I need to put in a special order. Got me thinking. He, he's creative. So ultimatehockeyfans.com forward slash cool button pod for more information see what's there and get creative kids and adults as well final thoughts to close what is on your mind pod 36 you you, you know i think about the detroit red wings and uh uh, I think about, you know, how well built they are and what they have coming. You know, you talked about Anton Lundell as, as a rookie of the year. He's been fantastic. He really has been. Uh, but Morris Sider and Lucas Raymond are such a huge part of the Red Wings future. They got Simon Edvinson coming and everything. And, you know, we talk about And the reason I bring it up is, you know, we talk about all the, the great players in the game. But the youth of the game, the, the young players coming in, Lundell and Sider and Lucas Raymond, you know, we're talking about a Finn, a Swede and a German. It, it, it's so wonderful to think about, you know, the, 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 the international aspect of the game and, and all these great, wonderful players that have played in the league and, and that are coming into the league. I mean, I, I mean, it's just as we hit all-star break, you know, it's a celebration of the stars that are. But I'll tell you what, the stars that are going to be are special as well. Over 100 plus years, we've seen, you know, us grow and sell the game to the world from a provincial league, literally of 10 provinces um, to a great global game that's more global than everything else, except the football, I guess, uh, which will always be number one. Yeah. Uh, but we've come a long way and done some amazing things since, uh, you know, Team Canada, 34, Switzerland, nothing in the outdoor Olympics of, uh, of yesteryear. And Rennie Fussell once said that to me. He goes, who would have thought in 2010, Switzerland would have taken Team Canada to a shootout at the Olympics when 60 years earlier, the Canadian goalie was posing for pictures with the fans in a 34-0 Canada route over Switzerland. I mean, that's an example of build it, teach them, and, and, and they will get better, Craig. So I like Rennie Fussell for sharing that story with us. Yeah, it's a nice story. And, and when you say football, I hope you're talking about footy. I hope you're not talking about American football because footy. football, football, footy, football. footy it, it, it is the number one sport on the planet. Yeah, yeah. The Americans don't know that the world doesn't really care about their sports. They, 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 there'll never be a quarterback coming out of another, like, you know what I mean? But they don't want to know those things. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll tell them world champions, world champions. Okay, that's right. Club teams are world champions when they don't play other club teams around the world. But anyway, uh, fastest skater. Love it. Let's see what happens. I've always liked the styrofoam shootout targets. Apparently, they're coming back. The styrofoam psh, shattering of Ray Bork. I love that kind of stuff. And hardest shot. Still sexy for me. That's kind of our home run competition. Uh, let's see if the other stuff works. But I like those three events. You know what I want to see? I want to see a malfunction with the fountains at the Bellagio. <laughs>
I want to see players get wet. I want to see, it's exciting. I love, but, but I do, I'm looking for a malfunction. What's the, what's the sports interaction line on a malfunction on the Bellagio fountains? Uh, 150 is the money line on that. Uh, and hopefully if the fountains go down, you know, there's not people swimming around in there and uh, getting famous for doing the wrong thing. So yeah, uh, we hope it all works out. Uh, the blackjack uh, shutting down the strip and everything else. We've got a shutdown episode 36, 37 after All-Star Weekend. For Craig Button, I'm Steve Coolius. Be good, be nice, be well. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.